Donald J. Trump, a Republican, became the new U.S. President on November 8, 2016. The impact of his presidency on American democracy was uncertain and ultimately divisive, as he is now regarded as one of the most polarizing presidents in recent American history after serving a four-year term. Someone heralded him as a political messiah, and others are political boogeyman set on destruction. Now, besides the actual degradations that Trump himself had on our democratic institutions, what would ultimately prove to be more frightening is the ways in which he was able to. Was able to. And that is, of course, due to disinformation. Since the dawn of the digital age, so has come the era of disinformation, whose impact has been absolutely critical in liberal democracies. Radicalization, incitement of violence, assimilation of power, the limits to the damage it can do have no bounds. Disinformation is a key concept to understand, especially considering the, today, uh, the state of today's uh, politics, even if you're not in the U.S. Misinformation has proven itself pervasive enough to affect our democracies in every extent, regardless of where you are. So now the time has come where sufficient action must be taken against it in the first way possible. Um, or, for, for that matter, first way to combat nearly most, almost any problem, and that is awareness. One of the most key components of misinformation would be the cults of personality that propagate it. For those generally unfamiliar with the cults of personality, they can be best described as propagandistic support bases for leaders. That is, the leaders are escalated more along the lines of gods. Also, according to Vienna.org, cults of personality have existed for thousands of years and can be observed throughout history in various forms, such as demigods, divine rights of kings, emperors, emperor gods, and, in certain cases, some of today's politicians. The term cult of personality was likely coined between 1800 and 1850, not exactly entirely sure, and was first used but was first observed in a letter from Karl Marx to Wilhelm Bloss. The phenomenon of the charismatic leader is becoming increasingly linked to media and self-exposure, according to scholars. Juan Perón and Huey Long are prominent examples of demagogues who exploit their cult of personality for political gain. Huey Long, who is an American politician, who is also the uh, governor of Louisiana, and become, has become one of, the most, one of the more controversial figures in American politics in the 20th century. Some considering him, well, as mentioned before, a demagogue and others seeing him as a savior to American politics, famous for his slogan of every man a king. So a little bit more information is that CCP form would formally ban cults of personality in 1982, and North Korea has been associated with cults of personality surrounding the Kim family. History has also shown a long-standing presence of misinformation and disinformation. Partisan tones and broadsides and pamphlets published in England and colonial America in the 1640s set precedents for what would become common practice in the 18th century. Continuing on with the evolution of disinformation, it would eventually take on the form of yellow journalism in the early 20th century, which is opinion-based reporting in newspapers that would come about as a result of the Spanish-American War. Where we would first see for the first time disinformation take a major toll on, well, well, on American politics in any case. As it has been argued that yellow journalism would heavily contribute to well, the incitement of the Spanish-American War in the first place. Then it would take on the form of opinion-based reporting in television news in the 1980s. And, in conclusion, the rapid evolution of fake news have all played a role in the phenomenon. Going all the way back to the United States presidential election of 1800, Thomas Jefferson faced off against John Adams, and they both resorted to unsettling tactics to bring down the opposition. According to Dalton State College, if Jefferson were elected president, According to John Adams, men would witness their daughters and wives become prostitutes and crimes like homicide, robbery, rape, and adultery would become frequent. 
Jefferson's accusation against Adams was that he was a warmonger, a liar, a disgusting pedant and hypocrite, and a British sycophant. Tim's a little bit more information about yellow journalism. In it, in 20th, early 20th century, would promote disinformation to exaggerate and sensationalize news. Newspaper owners Joseph Pulitzer and William Randolph Hearst competed for readers and revenue, resorting to flashy headlines and unreliable sources. This led to the rise of partisan news sources influenced by earlier examples of biased publications in colonial England and America. Overall, misinformation has a complicated and deep history that one should be aware of, as especially with the rise of the digital age, we are more vulnerable than ever. We spoke to Professor of Journalism Dr. Jerry Blevins of the University of Cincinnati. He gave some great insight on how misinformation can be spread on social media platforms. But the problem we see now is when celebrities or so-called influencers, say for instance on Twitter, like and repost those things, uh, a lot of times uh, individuals associate someone's celebrity with uh, credibility. Uh, and those uh, are two very uh, different things. And for you know someone like myself, who's been studying social media for a while, at one point in time, we thought celebrities and influencers could be a really good thing. That, oh, like if there was like a health crisis and these people have a lot of followers, they could get information out to a lot of people. But what we didn't account for is when your celebrities and your influencers uh, are incredible or they are misinformed. Misinformation and cults of personality have proven how damaging they can be on a number of occasions, and the U.S. has certainly not proven itself immune from such examples. One of the most prominent examples of such activity would be the meteoric rise of Huey Long, aka the Kingfish, as mentioned before, with his effects on American politics as a whole. Long, similar to Trump, has also proven to be one of the most divisive figures in American history, historians characterizing him with being one of the following. Stalinist, fascist, populist, communist, etc. However, the most prevalent example of this information would of course be our last president, who capitalized off exploring false information. Now more than ever, have Donald Trump and his voter base become more permanent, as his legacy still lives on and even with his potential and even with his potential failure in the 2024 election, his story still provides warning for the dangers to the democratic institutions of the US. His meteoric assimilation of the GOP voter base and his subsequent radicalization of the party has depicted the potency associated with cults of personality and disinformation and the inherent danger they just they pose to American politics in general. Disinformation and cults of personality have long been present in politics. In the 21st century, they have experienced a resurgence fueled by the digital age and the manipulation of public opinion. The U.S. has witnessed the rise of multiple cults of personality in recent years, eroding democratic institutions. Among them, Donald J. Trump stands out as a controversial figure. Despite narrowly losing the 2020 election, the effects of such figures persist, requiring increased vigilance from the public. Part of Trump's rise to stardom would ultimately be with his ability to misinform and take advantage of weakened perceptions of his political opponents. According to Higgins, over the course of his tenure, Trump would make nearly 31,000 false claims over a broad variety of topics, some with increasing severity than others. While these claims would include false, well, false uh, listings of effects of Hurricane Dorian, which is a felony. Trump would ultimately begin using misinformation as a political tool in the 2016 election, where we would see disinformation being used on a wider scale for the first time in American politics. 
Following the end of the election, nearly 30 million false stories would be posted about Trump. These stories would particularly focus around his opposition, Hillary Clinton, and the gradual degrading of her reputation after being posted on social media sites such as Facebook or Twitter. Even as, even as recent as three years ago, throughout 2022, Trump would frequently make statements minimizing the scale of COVID-19 spread in the United States, instead using it as more of a political scapegoat than anything else. This referral to the virus as a Chinese virus would ultimately lead to his placement of blame on China rather than his mishandling the pandemic. This label would also provo uh, prove the increased uh, racial tensions between Asian Americans and the general rest of the public, as seen by the increased rise in Asian hate crimes in uh, 2020. One such proposition would be his suggesting of injecting bleach into the human system to cure an individual of the virus, which would prompt a number of health officials to officially decry his proposal later on that week. So yeah, we didn't have a vaccine for um, COVID-19, any of that. And we had all sorts of conspiracy theories that were taking shape. Some people were um, promoting um, hydroxychloroquine or chloroquine as a treatment. And it's not necessarily my point here that that you know, was an effective treatment or an ineffective treatment. The, the real truth at the time is, is that we didn't know, right? because you, know, you have to do longitudinal studies to bear that out. And we didn't have that. You had some crazy conspiracy theories about um, 5G, which for me is, is really hilarious because like 5G is really kind of a meaningless term. You're talking about, you know, a fifth generation, you know, broadband network um, somehow causing um, uh, COVID-19. So you had all sorts of information out there misinformation out there, I should say. Dr. Deborah Burks, Trump's former coronavirus response coordinator, would later respond stating, I didn't know how to handle that episode. As a result of his statements, the American Association of Poison Control Centers would find a near 121% increase in reports regarding accidental disinfectant poisonings. Trump was basically able to do what no other politician had really done in the U.S. before, create a successful cult of personality, similar to those in the 20th century. Trumpists prioritized lo loyalty to him over logic, as seen during his later years in office. While he didn't ex ex exactly establish a dictatorship, uh, while considering we're still a democracy, there were failed attempts to do so, like the January 6th insurrection and election disinformation supported by a photo base. These incidents show how cults of personality can disregard reason, as people are influenced and misled by a single powerful figure, in this case, Trump. Despite scandals, Trump almost won a second term due to the mismatch between his image and perceived atrocities. It is crucial to recognize that Trump is not an isolated case, and other politicians could embrace his ideology for the sake of attaining power, similar to the fashion he did. Staying critical and vigilant to understand and understanding if, uh, such, if such figures arise is, be is the best way to counter and confront their harmful influence on American politics. Misinformation is a growing concern in the United States, but unfortunately many people seem to be overlooking its potential consequences. Despite the abundance of false information circulating through various media channels, a significant portion of the population appears unconcerned or unaware of the issue. This lack of worry may stem from several factors. The sheer volume and accessibility of information makes it challenging for individuals to distinguish between what is true and what is false most of the time. 
the overwhelming nature of this task can lead people to adopt a passive attitude towards verifying information, assuming that others will do the back-checking for them. And this, is, of course, is one of the ways that misinformation spreads. One person doesn't fact-check and gets spread, and so on and so on. Additionally, the echo chamber effect plays a significant role, as people often seek out and consume information that aligns with their existing beliefs, reinforcing the pre preconceived notions and disregarding contradictory evidence. Furthermore, the polarization of society has contributed to the indifference towards misinformation. In a highly divided political landscape, individuals tend to prioritize their loyalty to a particular ideology over the pursuit of truth. This tribalistic mindset fosters a reluctance to question and critically examine information that supports their side, even if it may be misleading or false. Finally, in order to address this issue, it is crucial to promote media literacy and critical thinking skills. By empowering individuals to discern reliable sources and fact-check information, they can become more active participants in the fight against misinformation. And additionally, efforts to bridge the political divide and encourage open dialogue can help foster shared commitment to truth and accuracy, transcending partisan loyalties. Only through collective awareness and concerted action can the pervasive information can be effectively mitigated. And here, I leave you with a quote from Dr. Blevins. We have all these different and antagonistic sources of information. We, you know, the problem of living in your own bubble and filtering out information is that you're not exposed to those diverse antagonistic resources. But what do you, you know, what do you do about it? Um, uh, you know, a liberal democracy, we probably don't want uh, government regulation, right? And so I, I think we're, we, we kind of have this, this Gordian nod of like, how do you untie this?